Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Christian Music Pro Podcast, or today I can call it the Christian Music Bro Podcast because Brandon's not here. But once again, I'm Brendan. I appreciate you guys turning, tuning in week in, week out, day in, day out. Today I'm with the lovely, I'm sorry, I'm going to pronounce this wrong again. So I'm going to let you guys just introduce yourself right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we are the lowly heirs. Um, and my name is Christian and I'm one half of the band. <laughs> my name is Meredith. I'm the other half of the lowly heirs. Um, we play with a group of our friends, which is really fun. We picked the lowly heirs based off of James 2, 5. I'll read it really quick. It says, listen, my beloved brothers, has God not chosen those who are lowly in the world to be rich in faith and heirs to the kingdom of God, which he has promised to those who love him? So that's where our name came from, Christian and Meredith. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for joining me. Like I said, I'm sorry that Brendan can't join us. There's some big Christian event going on in Nashville. Most of you guys probably don't know what it is, but it's Winter Jam. So if any of you guys know what it is, but but thanks for being here. So let's just dive in right away. Let's just start about, can you tell us a little bit about your music background, how you guys got started and everything? Yeah, Christian, do you want to go first? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, I feel like for, for both of us, um, you know, we've been leading worship our whole life. Um, just have, you know, this, the Lord's put it on our hearts to, you know, that's something he's called us to. Um, I guess my story is a little bit different than Meredith's in a sense of, you know, just to be transparent, uh, you know, throughout my life and especially in college, um, you know, I knew the Lord was calling me to uh, lean into, you know, write music and be obedient and leading worship and using my gift for him. Um and I feel like I was disobedient for, for a while. Um, and I graduated from Mississippi College in 2017. And that was just a pretty interesting season of, you know, just remembering, you know, who, you know, who am I? You know, I, I'm, I've graduated college. I've kind of walked into this chapter of adulthood and the Lord just started speaking to my heart and he just started convicting me. And I just started leaning in a little bit more to what he has called me to. And so, uh, you know, in 2017, I really started to, you know, basically get on my hands and knees and cry out to the Lord and just say, Lord, like I'm here. I want you to use me. Um, and so he opened a huge door um, with the lowly air specifically. Um, you know, I was going to a Bible study mm -hmm. and I always knew who Meredith was, you know, had a beautiful voice. You know, we were friends throughout college. She led worship at the church I grew up with in our college ministry. And she was at the Bible study. And I was like, I, I just walked up to her and I was like, Meredith, you know, I, I know for sure the Lord has called me to write music and lead worship and sing. And it kind of sounded stupid coming out of my mouth because I was like, I don't really know why, but I know that we need to do this. I know that I need to do this. And I was like, do you want to get together? Let's write some music. Let's, let's sing. Let's try to lead worship at some different places. Mm -hmm. uh, and Meredith can kind of tell her part of her story, but you know, it was really cool because she was like, let's go, let's do this. Let's lean in, let's be obedient. Um, and so from there, you know, it's, it is, God has just had his hand um, and been so faithful and just the most, unique and special ways um and so that's kind of that's kind of how we got started in a sense and kind of my story uh up until now so yeah thank you for sharing that and that's really cool 
And I, um, I accepted Christ when I was 14 years old. And I've really been leading worship since then. I've always loved music. I grew up playing music. I play piano and drums. So that's fun. Kind of the opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, <laughs> and I sing. So I've been playing music since I was six years old. I've been singing since I could talk. Um, but I've been worshiping since I was 14. So I've been leading worship in various capacities since then. I went to college at 17. Christian and I both went to Mississippi College. It's like a private Christian university in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, Christian actually still works there, which is awesome. <laughs> no Choctaws. No Choctaws. Um, yeah. But I led worship there for chapel. I was actually known on campus as Chapel Girl, which is kind of funny. People would call me Chapel Girl because they're like, you're the one that leads worship for our campus chapel. So um, it is pretty funny. And then I led worship for different churches, um, mainly First Baptist Jackson, and then some other local churches. I was part of a church plant my last two years of college that I dearly love called Grace Community Church. And I helped lead worship there. But that's actually the Bible study that Christian mm -hmm. and I started talking about leading worship at. Um, I had been writing for a long time. And like I said, I've been playing for quite a while. And had this kind of inventory of songs, I guess you could say, I had a lot of songs. And mm -hmm. I was like, as soon as he said, hey, I feel like God's calling me to lead worship. I haven't been faithful in this. I want to be faithful in this. Do you want to do it? I was like, absolutely. Let's go for it. Um, so then we started meeting up and writing songs and working on songs that I had previously written. And we had to pick a name. We were like, what's a solid name? So we went with the lowly airs. We prayed about it, talked about it. Um, yeah, and here we are. We actually, like our first EP that we made was for our friends and our family. Uh -huh. We had been saying, you know, how can we get the gospel out to as many people as possible? And we really believe that music transcends cultural barriers. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, you know, you can stream music anywhere in the world. So we were like, I guess we'll just release an EP and we figured like our friends at school would listen to it maybe our family members and we released it and God has just done more with it than we ever imagined last year I think it was like 169 countries our music had been played in and we were just you know praising the Lord that he's been faithful to accomplish what he called us to to spread his name and share his glory you know around the world it's been really yeah. sweet that's really cool I want to call you chapel girl now for the rest of this podcast yeah you can call me chapel girl. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> just this is just a random question that just came up when you guys are talking what do you do at your church now or on the campus uh Kristen yeah so uh me and my wife uh married to her name is Rebecca and she's a love of my life uh but we go to a church called Harvest Church um and it's of course here in Jackson and so, you know, of course, we are involved in, you know, the ministry there. Um, but I I lead worship on Sundays. Uh, I'm not the worship pastor, uh, but I definitely love to step in when I can and, you know, lead worship. And it's really cool. Uh, like Meredith said, you know, we have a group of friends and band members who play at all these different events that we have. Uh, and one of our, our guitarists who, you know, usually travels with us, he he lives here as well in Mississippi. And so 
he comes alongside me and he plays with me. Um, and something interesting that a lot of people don't know that we can, I can tell is I, I do not play an instrument. Um, I should have learned. <laughs> people assume that I play guitar or keys, but I just sing. So that's probably very interesting for some people to hear. I've been uh, telling him to learn an instrument the entire time I've known should, him. You should learn how to play a mandolin or something. Yeah, something like kind of unique that the, the triangle throws cowbell. Yeah. So, but yeah, we're involved there. Um, I love, love my church, love the people there, just, you know, the teaching, but it's really yeah. sweet. It's a smaller congregation. Um, but that's what I do. That's very cool. Um, so looking at it, you guys released a few singles in like 2018, 2019, and then you now are doing, you just released your first single in like three years. Can you tell us a little bit like what took, what made you guys get back into music after three years of like nothing and then just releasing a new single? Yeah. So kind of like I was saying, when we initially released our EP, we were not expecting it to really go anywhere we were just trying to be faithful with what we felt like the lord was calling us to mm -hmm. and so after we released that we had a producer reach out to us who we dearly love his name is keith um and he just kind of took us under his wing and really helped mentor and shape us in the first few years of creating music we really didn't know what we were doing um so he definitely mm -hmm taught us a lot uh, and so we started releasing music through him and it was we kind of went from um I kind of call it like coffee house style worship music where we just it was just to listen to you could worship along with it but it wasn't congregational so we went from that type of music and we were starting to kind of veer into the CCM world uh, and then Christian and I kind of took a step back about two, two and a half, three years ago and said, I really feel like God's calling us to write music for the local church. And so since then, we've been thinking about, you know, how to write congregational worship music, which is really what we're aiming our focus on now, which we love CCM. We love mm -hmm. like background music that's just really yeah. chill but we would love to keep writing music now for the local church especially as we're leading worship for congregations that's mainly the type of worship that we do are you know congregational and events so it's really nice to have songs that we've written that we can take before the local church that's actually singable yeah so just yeah. kind of reshift and focus yeah do you have anything you want to add off that Kristen? Oh, I was just going to say that, you know, Meredith had a really cool, you know, testimony behind this one that we recently released that just super powerful. And, you know, God brought her and her family through this experience. And from that experience, he laid on her heart this amazing song. Um, and so I think it's just really cool how the Lord used this experience in her life. And mm -hmm. now, you know, we can see it's encouraging, you know, people who listen to it now. Um, and so that was also really cool too, is because, you know, Meredith and her family went through this experience and, um, you know, that's just, that's just the coolest thing about being an artist. I would say is, you know, a Christian artist specifically is, you know, when, when you go through something or a tough time and the Lord just lays something on your heart, you know, our natural instinct is like, I need to write a song. 
you know, I need to put this on paper. I need to express, you know, what the Lord is doing in my heart and in my life. Um, and so that's been really cool to see and, you know, Meredith and her family, but also in my life as well, is that, you know, you naturally just go to, you know, a paper and pen or I guess, mm. you know, the iPhone notepad um, and start writing. So, um, yeah. Exactly. Um, you don't have to go into it if you don't want to, but I'm willing to give you the floor if you want to share your testimony about the song or anything. If not, we can skip over. It's up to you. Yeah. So Why Would I Question is our newest single. Um, very near and dear to my heart. Um, the short synopsis of the story is um, three and a half years ago, I was pregnant with my daughter, Hadley, who I love more than you know, anyone in the world. She's, she's so great. She's awesome. She's so full of life. But three and a half years ago, um, I got really sick while I was pregnant with her. I was 23 weeks pregnant and I started having a lot of complications. My liver started bleeding. My kidneys were shutting down. It was really bad. I got hospitalized. And the second day that I was in the hospital, my doctor came in and she sat on the end of my bed and she just looked at me and said, um, you know, you're really sick. And if you don't start getting better, then we're going to have to deliver your child and she's probably not going to make it. And I just remember sitting there feeling the incredible weight of that statement and trying to just process, you know, what she had said mm -hmm. to me. And I don't think my husband and I said anything to each other for about an hour. I just sat there and started praying and um, one thing that one of my mentors in college taught me to do is anytime that you're, you know, feeling doubt or you're wrestling with God, just remember back to the points of his faithfulness in your life. Yeah. Um, because he's such a faithful God. And, you know, we can look back, I can look back all over the history of my life and see markers of his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. And every time that I prayed something and it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to I can mm -hmm. see you know God working and moving in that and so I just started praying um and I I started asking myself you know why would I question the goodness of God why would I question if he's here with me because I think questioning is really natural but I don't need to question you know God, where are you? Why would you let this happen to me? Whenever I know that he's a faithful and a good God and I can rest mm -hmm. in his sovereignty. Um, and so why would I question was born out of that prayer? Just, you know, I started thinking about Job and how Satan had to go before God to ask, you know, hey, can I touch your servant? And then God was like, yes, you have permission, but you can't take his life. And just remembering that night and all of the authority of darkness has to mm -hmm. bow down to the ultimate authority of God. Yeah. And with that, I don't need to fear and I don't need to be afraid. I can just rest knowing that God's got me and I can trust in that. And I can trust God, you know, if my child makes it or doesn't. And I shared in one of our videos um, a year and a half ago, we lost our second child. And that song, again, was a really big comfort to me. You know, the song I wrote three years ago, mm -hmm. Why Would I Question? Yeah, like, great. My my daughter, Hadley, she made it, but then my second child didn't. Um, and so just still, I mean, that whole time, a year and a half ago, even to now, there are things we walk through now that I 
just play the song to remember, you know, why would I question? Um, yeah, and just just praying, knowing that my my faith in God can doesn't need to be shaken when everything around seems like it's crumbling. You know, he's got me in the mighty grip of his hand and he doesn't let go. So that's kind of a short story around why would I question? Maybe it didn't seem short, but it's short. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that. I know sometimes that can be hard to share. So we have, I'd appreciate you sharing it with us. Yeah. Um, looking ahead in the future, do you guys have any plans coming up for in the future? Like any new singles we were working on or anything that these fans or listeners of the podcast can look forward to? Yeah, Christian, you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I actually wrote a song. Uh, well, we probably won't release the title quite yet, um, but it's really exciting because, you know, we we have been back in the studio um, together and it it's it's really cool you know we have just a crew up in Nashville I go up there and it's it's my second home pretty much um, but we've been back in the studio it's been so much fun um, and you know this new song I can tell you this uh, for my job so this is this also might be interesting to some people so I work in a law school I'm the assistant director of admissions I'm at a law school uh, and so my job requires from for me to travel uh, all over the United States during travel season. Uh, and so this past travel season, you know, I'm alone a lot just in an airplane or a car. <laughs> um, and during the season, I was, I don't know what it was, but Meredith can attest to this. I just, I mean, I feel like every couple of days I was sending her a new song. I was like, the Lord laid the song in my heart. Listen to this. The Lord laid the song in my heart. Listen to this. And it was just a really unique and special season to where I was like, Lord, I'm away from home. I'm away from my wife. I want you to use this time to just speak to me in unique ways that you never, never have before. You know, what, what are some things in your word or about your character uh, that you want us to sing about? And he just started laying stuff in my heart and he just started, you know, revealing things to me um, that are unique and special about Jesus and about who he is not only now, but who he was from the very beginning of time with Abraham and Moses, and then how Jesus fulfilled everything in scripture, everything from beginning to end, you know, Alpha and Omega. Yeah. And so we're really excited about this new song and we hope it can encourage people and just touch people's hearts to know that we serve a God who has been there from the beginning of time, from the beginning and all the way to the end, and he's got us, and, you know, the God of Jesus, our Savior, um, he was there the entire time, and he is God, uh, and so really excited about it, um, you know, we we definitely continue uh, to write, and it is our hope, um, if, if the Lord allows, that we will continue uh, being faithful, and making music, and you know, it's been really sweet. We have, you know, pastors reach out to us wanting us to come come to their church and do an event. And that's just been so sweet. And so, um, you know, if the Lord wills it, we're going to continue doing what he's called us to do. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited for this upcoming single to you. It's really not like any of the other songs that we've done. It's a totally <laughs> different feel, in my opinion. So it'll be fun. We're kind of dabbling with some new sounds and I'm excited. Yeah, yeah very and, And these are who are watching, listening, streaming. 
playing in the background, whatever you guys are doing with, with this podcast, make sure to follow their page to stay up to date with all their new, the new, uh, the new song. And the question, <laughs> why would I question? And tell your pastors you want them at their church to see what could happen. So, yeah, um, yeah for sure. I Love just have that. a few. I just have a few extra minutes with you guys. Um, I like to give the floor to you guys to speak about whatever you want or anything you guys want to bring up. You guys can have the floor right now. Ladies first. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I guess my biggest thing would be that God is worthy of all of our worship. And that's something that we just really hit hard on when we lead events and when Christian and I are writing songs mm -hmm. independently and together, God is worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our worship. And it's just such a joy and a gift that we get to worship him. And we don't want to waste that. We talk about how the gospel is urgent and the good news is urgent. And we want to be good stewards of that. Yes, as musicians, but also just as the local and global church. My encouragement would be to treat the gospel and God's word as urgent and that they need to get out and people need to hear the good news that Jesus loves them and came and died and rose again so that he might bring them to God. Um, that's the whole reason why we do what we do. That's the whole reason that we write and we record and we travel and we're away from our family and we lead worship is so that people might hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and believe and be saved. So that is my two cents. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. um, the gospel is urgent. Worship is awesome. And Jesus is entirely necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely second everything Meredith said. I mean, that's, that is our heart, um, you know, to get the gospel out there for people to just remember that, you know, they're not too far gone, you mm -hmm. know, everyone, every single person. And it's, it's so sweet. And it, you know, that's, that's the word I use. It's sweet. And it, it really touches me, especially when we go to these events and we see youth there, people in high school. Um, and you could just see that people are struggling, you know, people are hurting and, you know, as humans, we go through stuff. Everybody has that stuff in their life. Mm -hmm. And, when I'm up there and when we're up there leading worship, I'm just like, man, like I am you, like we're in this together. I was sitting out there on the same seat, listening to, you know, somebody lead worship and, you know, say, declare these truths over me at one point. And so it's just, you know, God's faithfulness in those moments to be like, man, yeah. we're in this together. We all need Jesus. We all need his love and uh, it's, it's such a blessing to be able to get to do that. Um, and he's so worthy of our praise and our time and so much more above anything that we give our time and effort to. And so, um, you know, that is just our hope that he will continue to use us. Um, you know, he's the only one um, who can grow people's faith and grow their hearts. You know, we can we can shine some light on it. We can water it. We can put it in the right soil. We can sing the right songs and say the right things. But at the end of the day, like the Lord is the one who softens their hearts. And so we're just praying that God will give, you know, Meredith and I spiritual eyes to see and spiritual ears to hear 
and soften hearts uh, to receive truth and be able to give that truth to people who are lost and who are struggling Mm -hmm. um, because there is hope, right? Like there is hope in this world and people need to know that there's hope. Um, And so that's our heart. And it's, it's a privilege. It's a humbling privilege that he uses sinners like us to just declare to other people what he saved us from, you know, it's really, really special. Yeah. It's really cool. Again, thank you for joining uh, me. I know, like I said, Brad has said, say sorry. He's, he does, he's not here today, but he says hello. So yeah. What's and, up, man? <laughs> Brad, if you're watching this, here's your conversation part. Yeah. Hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Again, thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, For those listening, remember to check out their music. I'll, tag them in our post on Instagram like I usually do with our artists and I hope you guys all have a great week. Take care everyone. Bye guys.